1: all sports talk is sponsored by good neighbor state farm agents andy womack bud morris and deb Insel. chip walters with exit realty bob lamb and associates jennings and ayers funeral home soco roofing and restoration first bank serving murfreesboro smyrna and rutherford county parks auction company they'll handle everything creekside at three rivers assisted living greg hall with hall's auto care and the Blue Raider Insider Report, sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance
0: and Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors. We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk.
1: Well, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome in to what we're going to call a surprise edition of All Sports Talk here on WGNS this afternoon. Brian Barrett here for uh, the show. Monty Hill Jr. was not expecting to do a show today. In fact, we had planned to have Middle Tennessee baseball versus North Alabama for you this afternoon, but uh, it's raining cats and dogs in Florence, Alabama, and so we'll have more news uh, on that as we go throughout the afternoon. But... Let me tell you that we do have a treat for you if you miss this morning's WGNS Roundtable with your host, Chip Walters. Well, we're going to re-air that for you this afternoon. Chip had the chance to talk to the executive director of the TWSWA, Mark Reeves, and assistant director, Matthew Gillespie, on his show. Spring fling coming up in just a couple of weeks. So enjoy this encore edition of the Roundtable here on All Sports Talk.
2: Welcome in. It's a beautiful Wednesday in Murfreesboro. And welcome into the Roundtable. Chip Walters here from Exit Realty, Bob Lam and Associates and the Blue Raider Network and happy to say the TSSAA Network and uh, we're going to be talking high school sports uh, here this hour and the upcoming uh, 30th uh, anniversary of spring fling that will uh, be coming to Murfreesboro here in the next uh, couple of weeks. It's creeping up on us. Matt Gillespie is here, Assistant Executive Director of TWSAA. Matt, how are you? I'm doing good, Chip. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it very much. Uh, also, Mark Reeves, the Executive Director of TWSAA, joins us from uh, the worldwide headquarters of TWSAA up in uh, Hermitage, Tennessee. Mark, how are you doing this morning?
3: Doing great, Chip. Thanks for having me.
2: I appreciate it. Uh, and and, and we, Mark's going to be with us for one segment, so uh, wanted to you know kind of deep uh, go a little heavy uh, with some questions for Mark uh, here in, in this first segment, and let him get back to to uh, the important work he's doing, getting ready uh, for spring fling. But Mark, you're coming toward the end of, of year number one in that uh, in the executive director seat, and I've heard. Basketball coaches talk for years that the biggest change in their career came in a span of 18 inches when they moved from assistant coach to head coach. Uh, how has that transition been for you to go from an assistant uh, executive director into the into the executive director position this year?
3: Well, if it's it's certainly been quite quite a whirlwind, and um, when you when we reflect and we think about the fact that you've know, been sitting in this seat uh, for for coming up close to a year it's hard for me to believe uh, to be quite honest uh um you know there's there there's there's a lot going on uh, a lot of a lot of things to uh to, to consider and really i've spent uh, the better part of this time just trying to get my brain around um you know how we can how we can build systems of support to you know to to help the 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 schools and administrators coaches all those who are who are in the role of you know providing opportunities for kids and um so it's 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 been a it's been a challenge it's been uh rapid fire um i've used the the, the analogy fire hose quite often <laughs> but uh um but it's it's been great and uh, just uh, i've been honored and privileged to have this opportunity and you know we have a we have a wonderful staff, um, and that's that's the only reason I've been able to keep my head above water for um, because of folks like Matthew and others who are who are in our office uh, uh, working every day to to try to to get the work done.
2: You know, a year ago uh, uh, Bernard Childers was sitting in this studio talking about his final month, basically uh, of being on the job, and the things that he reflected on were very much the same things you know the I think the first time I got uh, a chance to talk to you on the air was uh, down in Chattanooga at the Blue Cross Bowl and and the things that were important to you were the things that were important to him and and that seems to me over the years I, I mean I go back to the Gil Gideon days uh Back when I first started doing things with TSSAA and through Mr. Carter and uh, Bernard and now yourself, there, there, is a, there, there are similar qualities in the people uh, who, have, who have sat in that seat, and the, but the priorities have never really changed.
3: Yeah, I, I, think that's, I think that's true, Chip, and I think that's just the nature of those uh, who have been entrenched in the world of education-based athletics. Um, you know, uh, that was the case uh, for, for all the previous executive directors. That's, that's the case with me, and I, I think you'll see the same in the future, um, you know, where the people who, who have led the organization have been those who, who share that common uh, passion for, for, for kids and for providing these opportunities for, for education and how they, you know, it's, it's a unique model here in, in the United States and what we do and, and where the, the athletic programs are so deeply entrenched into the academic piece and experience for what, for what kids, uh, are, are, are given the opportunity to participate in. And, um, you know, for those of us who have, who've made a career, uh, out of that, um, it's, it's been an incredible blessing, um, but yeah, I think that just comes from, from our love for, for education, our love for athletics, and how those two you know, come together, and I think if you look back at the history and those who have led, that's, that's their backgrounds, that's what you see, and that's probably what you'll see um, many years down the road.
2: Well, with Spring Fling coming up, it, it is the largest event of the of the year on the TWSWA calendar, with about four thousand athletes coming to Murfreesboro, and and it also is a celebration of the end of the school year, and uh, and, and, it, it, and, and from where we stand right now, <clears throat> when you think about it, uh, is there kind of a state of the union? t double s and and high school sports across the state or uh, or a health report on on where we are right now
3: well i think we're thriving here in tennessee and i think spring fling is a it, you know it is kind of a signature event a celebration of of all things that are good um and the opportunities that we provide And when you look at and what we do with that event, you know, that is unique. You don't see another state in the country that's that's doing anything quite like what we're we've been blessed to do through, you know, our partnerships with um, with the the, the 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 schools that are involved in helping hosting the events, Murfreesboro, um, the the community itself, and, and and others who have hosted in the past, going back to Chattanooga and Memphis. Uh, you know, we've just been blessed to form those kind of partnerships and it's those partnerships and relationships that have enabled the, the, the organization as a whole to thrive. When you look at, at the number of member schools that we have, 960 some odd member schools at both the middle school and the high school level, we're providing opportunities that are very unique um, because of, of, of the, the nature of, of how we've been able to cultivate these relationships at all levels. Um so we're we're only as strong as our people. Uh that's that's as a staff internally, that's externally, when we look at our member schools and these different communities where we're going to host to, to have these activities and hosting championships and those relationships are strong right now. We're we're aligned with people who have that same vision that we have, uh, in providing these experiences and opportunities that that are, are memorable for kids. So <clears throat> as long as, as that's the case, then I think uh, the future is bright for TWS to play.
2: What are the biggest challenges right now? And, and you know, we one of the most visible things is is uh, officiating and finding uh, as many quality officials to, uh, to officiate, in particular in football, because I know you went to a, a model a year ago where – People were having to play Thursday night games because the pool of officials had gotten had gotten uh, had gotten a bit thin.
3: Well, and that's definitely one of the the challenges. It's really you know that's kind of a bandwidth problem. Um, you know, um, and it, for, there's got to be people that are there to to serve in roles that it takes to orchestrate activities, um, and officials are a big piece of that. Um, but then there are other pieces of that puzzle, too, that, um, you know, some of which we don't control but certainly impact the work of the membership, and that is, uh, you know, how many how many coaches, how many teachers, how many people are coming into this profession to fulfill these roles that have historically uh, done that. And I, I think what you're seeing in education, the trend that you see, there's fewer and fewer people that are going into it. You know, as a result, you have fewer and fewer folks who – maybe are available to coach so you have more people who are coming from outside the school setting who are who are serving as coaches many of those folks do a fantastic job but then also uh, there are perspectives and expectations that are brought in um, when you go outside the school setting that can sometimes be unhealthy And, and it's those types of Um, those those those, the culture that kind of culture that can come in expectations that are unrealistic that may be coming from outside a school setting that that our schools are having to deal with and uh, that that we have to deal with so it's it's almost a a supply a supply and demand problem Uh, it's not just officials it's coaches it's educators as a whole Um, that's one of the biggest challenges I see moving forward in the meantime we're trying to provide more and more opportunities um so everybody's everybody's getting stretched
2: um one of the obviously the the two big terms in college athletics right now are transfer portal and nil and uh and and that has uh as does most things that start in the pros and trickle down to college end up trickling down into high schools and middle schools and the the nil name image and likeness uh, that has that the the state legislature had to deal with that, and what was TWSAA's position on on where that on how to try to put some guidelines, guardrails, or or are there any at this point for the high school level?
3: Yeah, so Chip, yeah, we actually did address that um, last fall. That was a, certainly a, a hot topic and uh, it's we made some revisions and changes to what we refer to as our amateur rule that 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 fall into the realm of name image and likeness Um, and it it was kind of a a guardrail um, uh, a a guardrail that was put up by the membership to say okay uh, the courts uh, at the highest level the Supreme Court has said at least it's college space that you can't restrict an athletes uh, you know students opportunity to capitalize on their name image and likeness well, the logical conclusion is that ultimately that, that same precedent would apply at the high school level. So what can we do as a membership to say, okay, we don't want our, our, our schools, we don't want schools and our, our, our actual sports teams affiliated with that whatsoever. Um, but we know that that's, we can't, we can't stop it. A kid owns their name, they own their language, they own their likeness, but they don't own the school brand, the school name, the school property. And so the revision was made in the amateur rule to clarify that a student could, um, you know, make money on their name, image, and likeness, but in doing so they can have no reference whatsoever uh, to their school, their logo, TWSAA, their championships, etc. cetera. Um, this came as a result of some eligibility issues that we were presented with where an interpretation or decision would have to be made, and this fall when we when we posed this question to our membership, a uh, 90% of them were in favor of putting these guardrails up and, and separating the school from any opportunities that these kids may have. But if they, uh, you know, have an opportunity to, to, to make some money independent of their school, if they're given, you know, hidden lessons or something like that to uh, a seventh grader and making some money on it, we don't want to restrict that.
2: Yeah. That, that's an interesting, uh, the whole thing about that is interesting. And, you know, and, and at first it's like, okay, can open worms everywhere, but, but, uh, to, to, to the, the, the rules you guys have put in place have been, have been, uh, you know, pretty, uh, you know, pretty clear and, and, uh, with what's out there. And, but anyway, in our last couple of minutes here, let's, let's uh, turn back to uh, what's going to be happening here in, in a couple of weeks and, uh, and being, you know, here in Murfreesboro, it's it's a, you know, it we've we've I guess we've had just about every championship that can be had uh, in TSSAA at one point or another uh, here here in in Murfreesboro. But you know the uh, the uh, the undertaking of spring fling not only from a TSSAA standpoint, but I think about what Barbara Walkie does out with the the chamber and the convention and Visitors bureau you know marshalling all of these volunteers to to help with all of these venues uh it 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 is it is quite an undertaking uh here and something that this city and this county can really be proud of
3: oh my goodness absolutely Chip. and you mentioned barbara and her team um we've had a number of states over the years that have inquired matthew could speak to this as well but you know about how how do you pull it off can we come see it can we come visit you know we've had some states other state associations that have, that have done that. Uh, but I think in more often than not, the limiting factor is, uh, in many cases they they don't necessarily have a Barbara (laughs) and a team of folks that could assemble what it takes to, to pull that off coupled with, uh, the fact that you've got to have first-class facilities in multiple first class facilities, in a in a, you know, centralized geographic location that are willing to do the work and the, um, to host and to provide those kind of volunteers, and we are just so fortunate where well, we have that here. You know, in Murfreesboro, right here in the in the in the geographic center of the state, it's just the, the perfect storm for a for a positive thing. You know, we're very very fortunate.
2: Yeah, it, it uh, it'll it'll be coming up, and you know, Wilson Central hosts some baseball out there, and everything else though, is right in yep. the middle of, of of Rutherford County, and and uh, you know it uh the pandemic in in 2020 uh kind of threw everybody for a bit of a loop but uh things have bounced back strongly and 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 expected again the one thing i would ask uh, out of you mark this year at spring fling is let's not have that thursday full of rain that we had uh, oh. a year ago
3: man no kidding <laughs> <laughs> If there's any if if there was any control that we'd have whatsoever on on any one thing that would probably be it right now is to wish away that rain so uh yeah but you know we We were able to to plug through it, but, man, it'd be nice to to not have that same kind of experience
2: this year. Well, hey, man, look forward to seeing you in a couple of weeks, and thanks for coming on this morning. And uh, and, uh, Matthew and I here for the next 40 minutes, we're going to dive deeply into uh, Spring Fling and talk about that. But uh, you have a good day, and we'll see you in a couple of weeks.
3: Thanks, Chip. Appreciate the opportunity. All right, Mark Appreciate Reeves. Appreciate all
2: you do, man. Oh, thank you. Mark Reeves, Executive Director of TSSAA. Matthew Gillespie is sitting in the co-pilot seat today. He'll be back uh, with us right after the break. Any questions or comments you might have about Spring Fling or TWSWA in general, send us a text at 615-893-1450, or you can give us a call and come online with us.
1: Be right back. Well, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome in to what we're going to call a surprise edition of All Sports Talk here on WGNS this afternoon.
4: Cardinal Realty Solutions offers the knowledge and guidance that only a true realtor can bring. We even had multiple offers. Whether a new buyer or new seller they take the time to go over the full process to prepare you for what to expect. And it got sold. Cardinal Realty Solutions, locally owned and operated by Melinda Lawson. Cardinal turned a dream into a reality. Call Cardinal at 615-422-7035. Online at Greetings friends, this is Lenny Farmer with the Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home in Murfreesboro. If you ever had to deal with the final arrangements of a loved one, funerals are both emotional and financial. You can easily be drained both ways when you least expect it. I can help you in both of these areas by showing you the positive side of pre-arranging. Locking in your costs for the rest of your life will truly relieve some emotional stress at that time. Call me, won't you, at 615-893-2422.
5: Let's talk.
1: This is an encore edition of this morning's roundtable. We're talking TWSWA Spring Fling right here on All Sports Talk this afternoon. Back to Chip Walters. Welcome back into the roundtable for this Wednesday. Matt Gillespie
2: from TWSWA, Assistant uh, Executive Director, uh, joins us and uh, to talk about Spring Fling, which is coming up in uh, is it two weeks? Two, two weeks? Two yeah. weeks from yesterday, yeah, right? Correct. Yeah. So two weeks from yesterday, it all. Gets underway and at uh, sites throughout uh, Rutherford County, plus Wilson Central, as we mentioned when uh, when uh, Mark Reeves was on the, the executive director. This is the thirtieth year that TSSAA has has uh, put on this event uh, in, in one form or another. Yeah, it started in '94,
6: I think, in Chattanooga. We had a nine year run there went to Memphis for three years, and it's been in Murfreesboro ever since. So the 18th consecutive year we've been in Murfreesboro, of course you take away the the COVID year when it didn't happen. 17th event. 17th event. But 18 years. Yeah, so the longest run uh, uh, of any spring fling host, certainly, by Murfreesboro.
2: Well, and when you go back and you think – because this is, uh, as Mark mentioned, there is no other state in the union that has an event like this uh, to – for spring sports championships and, and 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 anytime i talk about this i have to bring up dean hayes because he and ronnie carter had been talking they, they weren't the only ones that were involved uh merrill Eckstein, uh who was in out of chattanooga uh ronnie carter and, and dean hayes were really the three heads that got together to pull this off and coach hayes who uh will be finally inducted into the Ohio Valley Conference Hall of Fame uh, here in about a month or, or less. Uh, you know, he, he brought up the idea of when the OVC had what they called their Spring Sports Carnival, and that morphed into what became Spring Flame. Yeah, it's it's
6: that story I guess, when everybody talks about the history of it, you always uh, hear back to Mr. Carter and Coach Hayes and, and and they were very close. Uh, I mean, their
2: their relationship goes back many many years. And well, when Ronnie was probably coaching football and wrestling at Overton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I th- <laughs> so. yeah
6: it goes back that far, and uh, and 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 you know those discussions led to the idea, and and, and it just took off running in Chattanooga, and they were a great host for nine years, the first one, and uh, you know, and then it just it, it moves to Memphis, and you do some different things there, and then even as long as we've been in murfreesboro we've seen changes here with you know with i mean there's facilities here we're using now we didn't use back then that didn't even exist that's so right. so it's uh, continually growing and and with the number of classes uh, that we've added in certain sports that's grown it expanded the schedule expanded the number of teams who come in uh, so it's it's something that's ever changing although it's still got that that same feel and look that it always has for 30 years
2: yeah and you know and the uh, and you think about okay, well, the signature event is is this, and you go no, wait, it may be that because they they all of these events are so good individually, uh, each, each sport championship, and and uh, when we go to think about what all we have, it's baseball, uh, soccer for it's boys, boys soccer. soccer, boys mm-hmm. soccer, uh, softball, boys and girls tennis. Uh, boys and girls track and field and uh, unified track and field. So all of those championships uh, are, are are here in Murfreesboro, and uh, it's you know it, it's it, it, there's such a synergy and a and a and a level of energy in town all week because you know I, th- I think that number is somewhere close about four thousand high school athletes will be in town during that week, and that does not count. Moms, dads, grandmas, grandpas, sisters, brothers, uh, aunts and uncles, cousins, and just fans of those schools. It it is an unbelievable week. It is. It, it's uh, when you add all those
6: people up. If anybody's, if you live in Murfreesboro, you know the week of Spring Fling. It's not easy to get around because you add all those people up and going to restaurants and all the hotels are filled and yeah, make sure and, you
2: buy your groceries yes, on, on <laughs> it, Sunday before it, it, it
6: starts act, <clears throat> act like snows coming in yeah that's how you need to prepare but it's uh no it's um it, it's unique and it, it's it it fills the city up but it's like you said i mean every event itself stands alone as, as a truly special event i've been over at baseball for the championships as you have many years helping us with the broadcast and you can hear the roars from the track and field stadium, which is awesome. Yeah, it's unbelievable. And so <laughs> yeah. I've had people say, "Well, I'm I'm going over to baseball today, but I'm also going to pop over to track and field." You know, and that's the other unique part about spring fling is people can bounce. So a lot of people will come, and and you'll see the tennis team from school A will go over and support their softball team that's playing maybe when they're not playing, and vice versa, and things like that. Mm-hmm. So you'll see a lot of uh, you know parents who maybe are supporting their, their baseball team that never would go watch the soccer team. But, hey, they're playing at 5 o'clock and we don't have anything going on. We're going to go over there and watch them and support them. So you see a lot of that, and it really creates a, a, a unique atmosphere and the support and the school spirit there. It's, it's really
2: neat. Well, you, you think about uh, when, you, when you get down and, and we talk about athletic facilities and, and uh, the soccer tournament being played out at Richard Siegel Park, it's all in one location. You have softball at McKnight Park and Starplex, and it's all right there. You can come park and walk around and watch every game. You've got tennis uh, out at the Adams Tennis Complex, uh, which is as good as it gets in in the entire country. And now baseball, which uh, has its tentacles, uh, it starts all over the county, but I'm excited That it's all—all the championship games are going to be back at Reese Smith Field this year, which, you know, and and you know, a tip of the hat to every high school that hosts those first round all the way up to just before the championships. They do a terrific job of hosting. They all take a great deal of pride in having their fields ready. And and you know they are the the lifeblood of, of how this baseball tournament gets done, but there is something about having back to back to back championship games in the same stadium with a, a an energy level that that is there's nothing quite like it. No, I agree. It's um,
6: and and you look back at the the crowds that'll come into to to, to Reese Smithfield and. And you look back at some of the former student athletes. I think I'd sent you a message when all the Braves fans are talking about Spencer Strider. Well, he pitched in our championship five years ago. Yeah, uh, you know, I mean it's and you look back at some of the names of the kids who've gone on and it's not just baseball but but no, baseball special and it, it's good to have it back at Reese Smithfield and it's it's a great two days there with a uh, division 2 on Thursday and division 1 now we've got four championships uh, so it'll be a little bit longer day but hey, uh, four baseball games I, I I wouldn't complain
2: about that. Yeah. I watch
6: four baseball games all day long.
2: Exactly and and uh and it, it all it, Talk about the locations of where, and we'll start with baseball. Just uh, sites and and what I don't know if you've got it in your head what classifications are going to be at what schools uh, early in the week. Let, let's see if I can
6: do this and, and, and <laughs> So one A, uh, so we went from three A to four A in Division One. Correct. So now we have four classes. So one A uh, will be held at Eagleville and Rockville High School for baseball. Uh, Very close so in proximity Close to, close yep, to each, close other. each other. Two A, I believe, is Blackman and Smyrna. Uh, possibly Riverdale. I can't. So Riverdale, Blackman, Smyrna, Stewart's Creek. Of For those days. four, those in some combination, those 2A and 3A. I can't okay, remember which gotcha. ones are which. 4A is Oakland and Siegel High School. Then Division 2A, all of it is at Middle Tennessee Christian School. It's just a four-team bracket right. compared to Division 1 with 8. And Division 2 AA is at Wilson Central. Uh, so you've got... Uh, all of those sites there, that's a total of 10 sites, 10 baseball sites. So it's like you said, the tentacles are spread out and it's, but, but there's a, there's also, like you said, Rockville and Eagleville. If if you're following one, a baseball and your team's done, you may want to go 10 minutes down the road to from Oak. Eagleville to Rockville or vice versa. And then Oakland and Seagull are so close to each other. And so there's a lot, uh, we try to keep those classes in somewhat proximity to each other Uh and, and, you talk about people showcasing the fields and the facilities we got here. It's not just the the Adams Tennis Complex and thing. The high school facilities
2: in Rutherford County are you can argue second to none. I yeah. mean, it's and, and I'm telling you, I promise you, they they might not admit it, but they try to outdo each other. Oh yeah. When when uh, when they come in here and uh, you know when when TSSAA comes in, they want them. They want people leaving there saying, man, that field looked perfect. Yes. And they're working on it you know if they're not in region tournament play right now they're 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 working to keep that field just right for TWSW well, they put their best foot forward and it's and, and it goes back to a lot of the, the the stuff we
6: talked about with the number of volunteers that you get and things like that throughout the county but there's a lot of work these schools do in hosting these events and and it's a nice fundraiser for them they get some parking money and their concessions and things like that to help their baseball program or whatever they're hosting um, but, but yeah, to showcase their facility and the pride they take in it, uh, it, it really, they want to leave a lasting memory for whoever is coming in and visiting their field.
2: Yeah. It's track and field moving back to middle? It's back in middle. It, it's yes. Back middle. It was last year. Oh, I that's believe. right. Yes. That's right. Baseball yes. just was not back last year. Correct. And this all go back to 2020 again, when there was no, uh, when the pandemic, there was no spring fling 20, 2021. Uh, it was back but but MTSU were, was not allowing uh, uh, outside events uh, back on campus uh, up until about a week later uh, when, when when they when that when that uh, directive ran out so it was which was you know it is what it is but uh, but rockvale stepped up and hosted the the track and field event and uh, and that's when you know all the the baseball uh fields which were already in use uh for the preliminaries they just added a day and you had all you had three four five you had five different championship sites uh and and from you know that just kind of moved on as it was going but for you guys as a uh, uh because you from a media standpoint and 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 putting those Live video streams out there that became a challenge that had to be that had to be dealt with. It did create a challenge, And you know, and it kind of goes back to what a lot of people
6: like about Spring Fling and and you know, people said, well, why don't you do baseball this week and softball another mm-hmm. week and this and that? Well, part of it is bringing so many people together in the same week, and it adds to coverage of what so many refer to as quote unquote minor sports or Olympic sports that don't get the coverage that basketball and football might get. Well, you bring them into one week. And it, it amps that coverage up, and and I think we see that in the media, and and it di- it was a challenge with baseball, and and you had all those championship events at one site, and so a media guy could be, hey, I got a one A and a two A team I'm covering, I'm just going to be here. Well, if right. We, and and when we had to move them and shift, then they had to make a choice. Well, I got a one A team over here at this field, and a two A team at this field, and they're playing at the same time. I don't know which one to go to where I got to right. pick and choose. So it, it did create a challenge, but I think everybody understood the challenges everybody was facing with the pandemic. It was so unique and, and everybody understood that and did the best they could with it.
2: And and so we're kind of fully getting back to normal now. And it's, it's good to be at that point. And I want to uh, give a, a shout out to our, our buddy Bradley Lambert, who uh, is, uh, uh, you know, who is the, your, the, the technical guru and and who, uh, by way of duct tape, baling wire, uh, Cat five cable, and whatever else, uh, puts all of this together, uh, along with the folks with NFHS Network, and uh, and and this will be, gosh, what our third or fourth year to do Spring Fling HQ, which we'll talk about that on on the other side of the break in a minute. But
6: yeah, if uh,
2: Bradley the 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 work he does, a lot of people don't
6: realize everything that goes into what is done to to get this coverage possible and as much information out there, whether it's our website, whether it's the network. Last year, he was the mastermind behind getting every, we streamed every single softball game last year. Uh, our goal this year is to also stream on top of every softball game, every baseball game. And we can talk more details about that okay. uh, after the break, but uh, that's a unique step we're taking as well with the network. So we're trying to put as much coverage in as many ways people can follow this whether it's scoreboard updates springfling HQ with everything you do with Bradley there at headquarters uh, to you know video streams that are possible following on game changer there's so many different ways you can follow it if you can't be here of course we'd love everybody to be here but even when they are here they still find they use a lot of those uh, resources to follow it as well.
2: Yeah, the uh, we did get a text question. It was about uh, something we were talking about at the time. Will baseball championships <clears throat> ever go back to MTSU? And ever is this year. That's right. <clears throat> so it will be there, and that will be on Thursday of Spring Fling will be the Division II championships. and. On Friday will be the Division One or public school championships, and that will be four games on Friday. And each game will be a a a, a winner take all for a championship. On Thursday you could have if games, uh, if uh, if the team out of the losers bracket comes back to win. We'll go ahead and take a break right now and uh, be back to uh, dive into some of the uh, some of the minutia. Of what's coming up for spring fling?
1: 30 here in Murfreesboro in just a couple of weeks. You're listening to an encore edition of this morning's Roundtable talking Sports with the TSSAA continuing right after this on All Sports Talk. David Jacobs with the Happy Bookstack. Our new hours are Tuesday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday, 9
6: to 5 p.m., and Sunday from 9 to 4 p.m.
4: Find the Happy Bookstack in Murphy's Murfreesboro on social media like Facebook by typing in the Happy Bookstack.
1: Good afternoon. It's picked up with that traffic volume even more so in the last few minutes on 40 East out there in that section of Wilson County. Uh, looks like an accident. I'm sorry. It's just logo traffic here on 24 westbound at OHB. Uh, again, coming out of Rutherford County towards Davidson. Give yourself a little bit of extra time as it remains heavy. Sixty-five northbound, fighting your way up towards Vietnam vets. Hey, Crest Pest Control. They are more than just a pest control company. They do everything. You got to check them out online at CrestPestControl.net. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Woodbury Road Baptist Church invites you to worship with us this Sunday morning at 1045. If you can't make it in person, listen to WGNS Sunday morning at 1015. Find out more at woodburyroadbaptist.org. We look forward to worshiping with you this Sunday.
5: 893-1417 and let me show you with discounts up to 40% you may find it even costless. less. At State Farm when home and auto works as a team you score and save money. I'm State Farm agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. Are you paying hundreds of dollars too
1: much for your home and auto insurance?
2: kind friendly and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life locally owned by blue raider alumni tim keach and ken Ayer, find out more about creekside assisted living 895-3002 or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com chip walters here with exit realty bob lamb and associates i was named a top 10 agent in the number one exit realty office in america in 2021 the top question i get around town how's the market a eh, good question I'm Chip Walters
0: with Exit Realty Bob Lamb and Associates. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Back on this encore edition of All Sports
1: Talk, uh, we were supposed to have Middle Tennessee Baseball at north alabama today but rain set in there as soon as they got to the uh, ballpark and that game now has been canceled so hope you continue to enjoy this edition of all sports talk an encore presentation of this morning's roundtable with chip walters talking with our friends from the tss
2: welcome back into the roundtable and appreciate everybody uh, uh sending in some questions and uh, eight, nine, three, 1450. You can text in a question or a comment. And, uh, we, a couple of, we got, uh, right, uh, during the break, uh, is how many total events take place at spring fling? Well, we, the aforementioned Bradley Lambert is, is on that. And, uh, w- the initial answer we'll give you is a lot, a lot. I think that's a safe answer. No. A, <laughs> and, and uh, he's going to try to get us a, a number, but you think about, uh, you know, you go through the, all the brackets, in baseball, so there's there's six different. You've got four eight-team double elimination brackets. Mm-hmm. You've got two four-team double elimination brackets. Same for softball. Then you've got all the soccer matches. You've got tennis doubles, tennis individuals, tennis team. team.
6: Uh, so yeah, <laughs> and then you and then you throw in track and field. Uh, yeah, and all the events there. So it's yeah, it's. Uh, I, I wish I could say anything more than a lot, but it's a lot. Yeah. And okay. we did used to have, we kind of discussed off air. We used to have a number that, uh, that was, uh, we used in kind of our spring fling fact sheet, info sheet, things like that. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's a big number and it's grown as, as we mentioned earlier in the year with the number of classes you add and that's yeah. more brackets, more teams, things like that.
2: Um, one of the things that, uh, i think people kind of chatter about is uh sports that may be added uh and that might fall under spring fling as well uh we're seeing lacrosse being added at schools not yet a T double championship, or is it next year? Next year, so not not this upcoming, not the 23 24
6: year, but the 24 25 school year will be the first year it will be officially sanctioned under the association. So
2: lacrosse will come in. Will that be a, a spring or a fall sport? It'll be a spring sport, uh,
6: based on the way they run their calendar now. But we haven't gotten to the details of the calendar yet as to whether that would mesh with spring fling or not because gotcha. they typically. Wrap it up significantly earlier than when spring fling would be, so it would be either pushing their calendar later to when they normally start, or conducting it like they do with their calendar as they do now, which would end it probably about right now. Honestly, right? Yeah. Okay.
2: Now the the other uh, and it's on the girls' side, flag football, and in Williamson County, Davidson County have had it. You know, thank good thanks to the Tennessee Titans who have basically underwritten uh, the, the, what is. I don't want to say it's an experiment, but yet, but it kind of has been. A little been. bit of a pilot program, Look, I guess yeah, you could say. Yeah. And I know Alabama has uh, – it, it, they have championships in Alabama for it. But there seems to be some, you know, uh, a good bit of interest in seeing how that's going to grow.
6: There's a lot of interest. Uh, I think with the support of the Titans, we got a great relationship with their organization, going back to Mr. Football and uh, everything they do with um, uh, other stuff and sportsmanship initiatives with us. But – their work with this and, and with us, it's it, it looks like it's a slow expansion, but it's quicker than you can imagine. I, f- I think next year
2: you can see even there's more. Not a counties. Lot co- there's not a lot of cost to it. I no, mean, there's not there, from an equipment standpoint. Yeah, from
6: an equipment standpoint, there's not, and and when they do it uh, in the time of the year, it's uh, it, it seems to work well uh and and doing it right about now i mean in, in the previous month or two it's not a long season the games are fairly quick they're obviously flag football is a lot different than, than Heck fire than... played at floyd stadium play <laughs> your finals there just yeah. add, add on to spring flame yeah so i you know personally as a rutherford county resident i'd love to see rutherford county at it uh, i know there's been some discussions there don't want to put any pressure on them any but uh <laughs> but but it uh you know i i think it'd be a great place to add because we're, I think a lot of people compare Rutherford and Williamson with the number of schools, the number of people, the, the competitive nature of the schools who are involved in athletics and, and things like that. And just
2: the competitive nature of the two counties
6: Yeah, each exa- other. exactly. <laughs> but but not not just there. You know, I mean, you've got Montgomery <clears throat> County and other areas. And I think it's, you know, it's in the middle of Tennessee area, obviously, which makes sense because of the Titans. But, you know, how quickly does it spread and grow beyond right. that? And I think we'll see it grow quicker than we can imagine.
2: Well, and another one like that that has professional backing is hockey and uh the the predators have have uh have, have have backed youth hockey that's a huge thing for them to grow their to grow their uh own fan base but uh, and they have put together a championship a high school championship of their own uh is is uh any, any chance of TSSAA uh, getting in that pool with uh, the the Preds and, and, and those other schools? I, I think there's always uh, – would never say there's no chance,
6: but uh, they've certainly run that. You know, and another one not to segue, but, you know, swimming is, is a sport that's been around forever, competitive sw- swimming at the high school level, and they have their own championships, own organization. They've never really approached us. I think they're comfortable with the way they run their state organization – and maybe compare that to hockey. And, and, of course, it's even younger than some of the other sports we just talked about. Um, I think there's a lot of challenges there with maybe ice availability, the, the the number of rinks you've got. But, you know, we're certainly open to any conversation. Yeah. And it starts at the grassroots level with our member schools. You know, is this something they want to propose that, hey, we're doing this. We feel it needs to be a TSSAA sport. We'd yeah. certainly be open to those conversations, but haven't haven't heard much of a push from the hockey standpoint. I, I think the two we talked about already, obviously lacrosse is right around the corner, girls flag football, those are the two on the horizon yeah, for and,
2: sure. You know, and, and it, it's, it just gives uh, – it's more opportunities for kids. Yes, and, and absolutely. And that's what it is. I do want to give you some uh, spectator information. Um, $12 a day uh, – a day ticket gets you into any venue, whether it's tennis, soccer, softball, baseball, track – your your, your one-purchase ticket gets you into any venue, $12 a day in advance if you go to uh, gofan.com, $15 a day if you purchase at the gate, uh, and a reminder, school-age children and older are required to have a ticket, so basically six and up have to have a ticket, five, five and up, six and up. Um, so that, that's parking is $5 a day that gets you into any parking lot. You get your, by your parking fee one time a day and you can park at Siegel. You can park at, uh, Siegel soccer park. You can park at McKnight. You can park wherever. And, uh, so that, that, those are. That's one thing that that was done several years ago to make things a little bit easier. And do want to remind you, if you're you're a fan and and, and want to do that, that's how to get in. But also, uh, Barbara Walkie, we mentioned her out at the Visitors and Convention Convention and Visitors Bureau, which is housed in the Rutherford County Chamber of Commerce. Always uh, looking for volunteers to help man uh, some of these events. And and, uh, if you'd like to take part, just give them a call out there. Uh, had had a uh, had a caller say, okay, if I could only go to one event during spring fling, what would it be? And I think that goes back to what are your sport preferences? Yeah, I, I think, and we
6: touched on it at the beginning of the hour, every single one of them is so special. Uh, for, I mean, this is their Super Bowl. This is their Blue Cross Bowl basketball championships that everybody knows and has seen on TV and all that. This is these events are as important to those kids and the people who have been following them all year long as those events are so uh every one is special i i don't know if i could really even pinpoint one we kind of talked about track and field track
2: finals or
6: it's it's pretty neat yeah it's if you've never been that's unique and the addition of the unified event at track that's really special too uh, to and us. Explain, and our... explain to folks what
2: that is. So <clears throat> that's so. it's basically Special Olympics being involved with TWSWA. It is. Uh,
6: mm-hmm. We've got a great relationship with Special Olympics of Tennessee, and and we've slowly started expanding the the number of unified championships. And it's something not only done in Tennessee but nationwide, where uh, a um, Special Olympic athlete will partner with uh, a another student athlete at the school. And they will work in conjunction with each other and compete together. So, uh, so at track and field, uh, you could have them, you know, running together and and running different legs of a, you know, of a relay or something like that, where you've got a couple Special Olympic and a couple other student athletes. The the key there is you can't have, if I'm doing track and field, the the partner athlete cannot be somebody from the track and field team. So you're not going to see track and field athletes come over and just participate in this part of it these are other kids in the school who are now student athletes as part of this unified competition so that makes it unique as well
2: yeah and and so I, you know if you if you uh, finals in track and field that include unified would be <clears throat> something if it, it is a totally unique event uh and and i think because of where it's located and all the games on for all the championships that are crowned in one site either thursday or Friday in baseball is a is a at MTSU at at, at uh, Reesmith Field. That that's one that, that that would be a recommendation too.
6: That would be, mm-hmm. uh, and and the soccer finals, of course, there's so many of the games that'll go on throughout the week, but they'll do the finals at the stadium. The stadium field, field. Yeah, stadium field, Seagulls Soccer Complex, and the atmosphere there uh, when that, that stadium's filled. And, and, and you know, soccer's grown so much, yeah, especially here with the NSC team and uh, the, the interest has grown so much. It, it's pretty exciting. My daughter plays it, and I love going to those games. And it's I've
2: learned a lot over the years watching her, and it's uh, it's a great sport to watch as well. Had a question uh, come in. The, the baseball postseason format has changed a little bit this year, and as a matter of fact, this week, uh, all of the teams that are involved in the region tournament are experiencing that. Uh, thoughts on the changes and kind of give folks an idea of what, what uh, changes were made.
6: Yeah, so this was something I think has been talked about for years, and everybody's got their own idea of what the perfect plan is and things like that. The old format was exactly like you see the basketball postseason, and uh, with the exception of you send two teams from the district to the region then everything single elimination first round region uh, which is semifinals region of course you could the championship you could lose and you hope you travel for sectional and vice versa but it came down to a one game sectional so a lot of people would complain that well the best teams full teams are not getting the state championship because this one team has just that one unbelievable pitcher that can beat anybody. Well, they don't have the good two and three pitcher thing, things like that. You would hear that. So the way this was addressed, proposal from Baseball Coaches Association, uh, is that now the sectional is a best out of three series. So you've got to win a best out of three. But to get there, the regional, there were changes in that as well. It's a double elimination tournament, but not in the true sense that, that you think of. Basically, if you win the region championship, you've won two games in a row. So if you win the region semis and you get to the finals, you win the region finals. You're done. You're advancing to sectional. But if you lose, you're still alive. So you, you, you've got if you lose in the region finals, you drop down the losers bracket. If you lose in the first round of the region, you become part of the losers bracket as well. So you're still alive to get that number two spot and stay alive moving forward to the sectional. I know it's kind of a
2: quick so, explanation, so, but, and unless
6: you see it on paper, it's hard to understand. So you, if, if
2: you get to the <clears throat> to the region finals and lose you're still going to the sectional but you got to go on the road is that correct well no so if you get to the region finals and lose you still got to play
6: to get that number two spot you're gonna play the winner of the losers game oh ah, okay to earn that number two spot to go to the sectional is okay ma- so okay. it's a double elimination tournament unless you win your first two games so when you win the region championship you're done
2: but but if you come out of the losers bracket and win that number two spot, yes, then you go on the road. That's correct for the two out of three series in the sectionals. You win the region. You're at home. That's correct. Okay. So and 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 I, I do see that because I mean over the years I mean we talked about Spencer Strider, you know it, you know if you had him, uh, if you had uh, the the weather's boy, yeah. uh, you know and you've got a one game winner-take-all sectional to get to the state tournament. Coaches are going to try to manipulate their pitching to get to that point. So, uh, you know, this is a very important couple of weeks that we're in right now. And uh, you know, so it's all leading up to what will start two weeks from yesterday. And that will be Spring Fling 30. And it will be year number 18 for it to be here in Murfreesboro and and, and and You know, knock on wood that we get good weather that that Friday before uh, the Friday leading into Memorial Day weekend, uh, you know, about seven o'clock that night, everybody kind of sits back, uh, has a cold, soft drink and says, wow, what a week that was. All Um, right. Oh, here's the answer to the question. How many events? Okay, baseball, there will be 66 games played. Softball, 69 games Boys' tennis, 68 events. Girls' tennis, 68 events. Soccer, 27. Track and field, 90 events. Unified track, four events. So give, a, give or take a handful due to if games in baseball and softball, 392 events will take place during the five days of Spring Flame. It's a lot of athletics to watch. Wow.
6: <laughs> yeah. So it's yeah. Those
2: that those are the numbers
6: from last year. So obviously with some if games and double elimination brackets, things like that, it could fluctuate,
2: uh, uh, give or take a few numbers. But yeah, close to four hundred. That's a lot. Well, between now and then, do you kind of bank up some sleep because it it is a those they are they can be long days and and last year y'all had some unbelievably long days and conversations that were held over in corners of. Of, uh, of 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 the headquarters, just trying to figure out after that rain day how everything was going to uh, pop up. Okay, we got about a minute to go. WGNS will be home for Spring Fling HQ again, which is our sports center style radio program that will go all day long, uh, starting on Wednesday or Tuesday. Starting on Tuesday, Tuesday afternoon, afternoon and then Wednesday, all day Wednesday, all day Thursday. It will continually keep you up to date we'll get reports from different sites around the county we will have interviews uh and it's uh it's something that you can hear here on wg and and also on uh, the Sports.com website
6: yeah it's a it's a unique thing we started a few years ago thanks to you Chip for everything you've done you've been a part of it from the beginning uh and it's uh it is it's just kind of like what you said it's a sports center style I mean you just don't if you don't want to click and try to dig through the website and find your stuff, just listen to SpringFling HQ and you will get the updates. They're constantly coming. Something's always going on with SpringFling, so it's uh, it's it's something we're we're proud of and and and
2: certainly thankful. WGNS we're covering it. Well, the hub of all of that to find out information on sites everything, twsaa sports that is the, that is the uh, public version of the TWSWA website. It has all the information. You can click on just about anything there.
6: Yeah, you can get everything, all the info, score updates, links to live video streams, uh, audio broadcasts, everything, Spring Fling HQ, everything.
2: Alright, Matthew, appreciate you coming by. A lot of info today. Appreciate you having me, Chip. Have a great day, everybody, here on the Big G WGNS.
1: Well, we hope you enjoyed this encore edition of this morning's roundtable here on All Sports Talk this afternoon. TWSWA Spring Fling, getting underway in a couple of weeks well tonight's middle tennessee baseball game versus north alabama rained out we will have braves baseball coming up for you here on wgns thanks for listening to all sports talk i'm brian barrett we'll see you next time